Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yuma Daf Test, and we are starting Chesam Rebbe's three lines up from the bottom at the beginning of the line. Now we're discussing the chamber of the Beis called Lishkas Parhedron. The Gemara explained that Parhedron are low-level officers, and now we're going to discuss a halacha that has to do with Parhedron. But somewhat of an introduction is necessary. We know that produce grown in Eretz Yisrael requires shumas and to be taken off prior to consumption. Untithed produce is called tevel, and one is chayiv misav deshamayim for eating it. Demai is produce obtained from an amaaris, and although they are careful to separate shuma from the produce, we are unsure if they took off the rest of the necessary maestros such as Meister Rishon, Trumas Meister, Meister Shani, and the like. Demai is actually conjugation of the words, Da Mai, what is this? We don't know if they took off what they were supposed to. Therefore, one that obtains produce from an Alma Arts must separate Trumas Meister and Chala, give those to a Kayin. Meister Rishon and Meister Ani need to be separated, but don't have to be given to a Levi or an Ani. And what about Meister Shani? So the Gemara says, Tanan Hasem, we learned in Mishnah over there, Hanach Taiman, bakers, they would bake bread and sell it to people. Leichivu Aysen Chum Lahafresh, Ela Trumas Meister Vachala, the Chumim only rechive them to separate Trumas Meister and and then their bread could be sold without having to separate anything else. So, we understand that does not have to be separated. Because Yechon and Gadol sent messengers throughout all of Kaisrael, he saw that the Amiratim, they were only separating Trumagadila. So, someone who purchases something from an Amaaret, he does not have to take off Trumagadila. Also, those don't have to be given to a Levi or an Ani because someone who wishes to take something from his friend, he He's the one has to bring the proof. If I claim that someone owes me $20, so I have to bring the proof that he owes me $20. And remember, since he only has to separate my Sarishan and Ani out of doubt, that maybe the Amar Sinu do so, therefore he doesn't actually have to give it to or labor an Ani unless they can prove that it belongs to them. This homeowner baker may eat it because there's no Isser for them to eat Meister or Meister Ani. But now we ask El Meister Shani, why don't these bakers have to separate Meister Shani, bring it up, and eat in Yerushalayim? Why is it that this Mishnah doesn't say that they have to separate Meister Shani? Amar Ula, he says, because these officers they would beat them they would harass them every 12 months because this is when these officers were switched out for new ones and they would tell these bakers sell your products cheaply and their abundant didn't trouble them to give my Shani because they were losing so much money because of this taxation by these parhedrin it's unclear exactly why these parhedrin were beating them and trying to get them to sell it for cheaper but for whatever its reason the Chum said you don't have to take off my Shani. and now the Gemara just concludes this section my Parhedjan, what exactly are Parhedjan? Pursi, these are officers of the king. Now, we mentioned in the previous Gemara that the Kahanim Gedailim were able to purchase their way into the Kahuna Gedailah. And Amr Rabbi Barbachana, Amr Biyachanan, Maitach say, what's Pshan the Pasak? Yeres Hashem Taisif Yamim, fear of Hashem is going to increase days. Ushnais Hashem Tiksarna, and the years of the wicked are going to be shortened. Yeres Hashem Taisif Yamim, Zemikdash Risha, and this is referring to the first place of Mikdash. Sha'amad Arba Meis Vesar Shanim, it stood for 410 years. Velay Shim Shubai, Ela Yud Chas Kahanim Gedailim, and there are only 18 Kahanim Gedailim. Ushnais Hashem Tiksarna, this part of the Pasak, that's referring to the second base of Mikdash. It stood for 420 years. There were more than 300 Kahanim that served in that second base of Mikdash. Take away 40 years that Shimon Atzadik was the Kain Gadol, and 80 that Yechen Kain Gadol was the Kain, 10 that Yishmael Ben Pavi was the Kain Gadol, and some say Yud Alf Shishimish Rablazim Mechazim, he was the Kain Gadol for 11 years. From here on, Seva Chashayv. Go make a calculation. There wasn't a single kind of that lived for more than a year. And now, if you take a look at that little olive in parentheses that brings us to that guy, Sabach, let's take a look at the gear so that he has Amr Abyechanan Ben Tursa. He says, Why was this? That's because they would purchase the Kuna Gadila. Damar Vasi Vasi says, Marta Liani Malka. Marta gave three kav of golden dinarim to Yanai the king, Ad Okmele Yeshua Ben Gamukani Ravavi, until he, meaning until Yanai Hamela. 
Mashiach established Yeshua ben Gamla as a Kohen Gadol. He wasn't fit to be the Kohen Gadol. It was just purchased as a position of power. And that is why there were so many kind of Gadolim. They weren't fit to be kind of Gadolim, and therefore they would die every single year. And back into the Gemara, Why was the Mishkan in Shilai, which stood for 369 years, why was it destroyed? Because there was two things in it that were exhibited. Gilei Arayas, immorality, Ubizayin Kachim, and disgrace to Kachim. Gilei Arayas, how do we know? The Chesavit says in the Pasuk, the Eli Zakin Ma'idin, Eli was very old, he was the kind God at that time. V'shama Eskal Asher Yasun Banav L'chal Yisrael, and he heard everything that his sons, Chafni and Pinchas, were doing to all of Chal Yisrael. V'es Asher Yishkavun, Esha Anashim, Hatsayvitz Pesach Ha'amayid, and the fact that they were laying with the women, they would come to the entrance of the Ha'amayid. And V'afagav the Amr Shmuel Bar Nechmeni, Amr B'yechinon, even though he says, Kala Omer B'nei Eli Chatu, anyone that says that B'nei Eli sinned, in Elotaya, he's mistaken. They didn't actually sin in the way that we said that they were. So what exactly happened? They delayed in bringing their karbanus. The Pasuk treats them as if they laid with these women. After waiting the requisite time after birth, these women would bring their karbanus, after which they would be permitted to their husbands. But the sons of Eli would delay in bringing their karbanus, preventing these women from going home to their husbands, effectively being mevatal, the mitzvah puravu. Hence, they're considered as if they were adulterous with these women. And Bizayin Kachim, a disgrace to Kachim, the Chesavit says in the Pasuk, Even before the fats were brought, and a lad of the Kain would come, meaning a servant of Chafnir Pinchas, they would come to the person that was bringing the carbon, and he would say to the man bring the carbon, give meat for the Kain to roast, he's not going to take cooked meat from you, only raw meat, and the man would tell him, why don't you first bring the Chelev on the Mizbech, and then take whatever you want. But he told him, Now you have to give meat. If not, I'm going to take it forcibly. And the sin of the lads was great in front of Hashem because the men disgraced the mincha, the carbon of Hashem. The kaihanim are entitled to the chazan, the shaykh of a carbon, and this is only after the chayl was brought on the mizbech. But they took more meat than allowed before the chayl was brought. This is a disgrace to Kachim, showing that their own desires were more important than Kachim. So we see that there was disgrace to Kachim and immorality. And the Gemara continues, Mikdash Rishim B'nei Macharv, why was the first base of Mikdash destroyed? B'nei Gimel Dvarim Shayubai, because there was three things that were exhibited. Avayda Zara, Gili Arayas, and Shvichas Damim. Avayda Zara, it says in the Pasuk, Ki Katsar Hamatza Mihistareah, because the couch is too short for stretching out. My Katsar Hamatza Mihistareah, what does that mean? Amrab Yanisan, he says, Katsar Matza Zeh, this couch, which is referring to the base of Mikdash, is too short, Mehistareah all of Shnei Reim, to have two friends rule over it. We have Hashem, and there was an idle place in the base of Mikdash. We can't have two people, can't have two things ruling in the Beis HaMekdash. It's only big enough for one, and therefore Hashem had to destroy the Beis HaMekdash. And the Pasuk continues, and this cover is too narrow for curling up. And Amar Shobar Nechmeni Kimati Rabbi Yonason Lahaikra, when he reached this Pasuk Bachi, he would cry. Amar, he said, The one that had said about him, that he gathers the waters of the sea like a mound. This is referring to the greatness and the power of Hashem. A Masech, an idol, was made into his rival. Again, we see from this Pasuk, that there was a void desire at the time of the Beis HaMikdash. Gili Arayas, Tachsev, it says in the Pasuk, Ba'yayim HaShem HaShem said, Yan ki gavu b'nai Sion, because the daughters of Sion were haughty, v'atelach n'etuya garain, and they go with outstretched necks, u'masakras e'naim, and gazing of eyes. Halech v'tafayv t'elachna, they go and they walk as if they're floating, u'raglehem te'akasna, and they shoot venom with their feet. Yan ki gavu b'nai Sion, what does this mean? Shayom halches rucha b'tzak tzara, a tall one would walk next to a short one, accentuating the tall one, and therefore making her more attractive. V'atelach n'etuya garain, they go with 
outstretched necks, Shayu Mahalchis becomes a kufa, they would walk erect. What does this mean? To have a mind, they would fill their eyes with makeup, again, trying to make themselves more attractive. What does this mean? They would walk with their heel next to their toe, meaning they would walk very slowly. It looked as if they were somewhat floating in the air, again, making themselves more attractive. And what does this mean? They would take different types of perfume, and they would put it inside their shoe. When they would walk by the Bachrim, they would stamp their feet on the ground and spray this perfume on them. And the Yitzhar would now go into the men like an angry snake. So we see from here that there was Gilead rise. And Shvichas Damim, what about bloodshed? The Chsivit says in the Pasuk, Vigam Damnaki Shavach Menashe Harbim Oid, Menashe spilled much innocent blood, Adasher Mile Es Yushalayim Pelepe, until it filled Yushalayim. Avomikta Shani, Shayu Eiskin Batayu Mitzvahs, Ugmils Chasadim. By the second place of Mikdash, they were involved in Tyra and Mitzvahs and Gmils Chasadim, Mne Macharif. So why was that destroyed? Menesha Haisa by Sinas Chinam, because there was baseless hatred. Will Ahmedcha to teach you Shashkul Sinas Chinam Kenegat Shal Shavers, that Sinas Chinam is corresponding to, it's as great as the three Averis, Avodazar Gilaraz and Shvichas Damim. Rushayim Hayu, they Rushayim they relied on Hashem. That's referring to this first place of Mikdash. Her heads judge for bribes. And her kaihanim rule for a fee. And her neviim divine for money. But they rely on Hashem. Hashem is in our midst. Bad is not going to come upon us. That's why Hashem had three different gzers come upon them. Correspond to the three avers that they had. Shinemar says, Therefore, Biglalchem, because of you, Tsiyan Sadeteharish, that Tsiyan is going to be plowed like a field, Vyushlaim Eintia, and Yushlaim will become like ruins, the Harabayas Labamasyar, and Harabayas will be like the high places of the forest. Now the Gemara asks, when Mikdash Vishalai have based in Sinim, there was no Sinaskinum in the first place of Mikdash, only in the second. But Sivit says the Pasik, Maguri al Kharif, Hayus Ami, fears of the sword were my people. Lachain Safaikal Yarek, therefore you should slap your thigh. When a person is grieving and they're in pain, they slap their thigh as an expression. Bamar Blazar Ilbane Adam, this referring to people they eat and drink with each other pretending that they're friends and they stab each other with the swords of their tongues meaning they're constantly backstabbing each other speaking lush and hard about each other and saying many negative things so you see there was in Eschinim at the time of the first base of Mikdash the Gemara answers that was talking about the leaders of Kalah Yisrael the Chesivit says in the Pasuk Za'ak ben Adam cry out and wail son of man ba'ami for it was among my nation Betanya and the Bryce says Za'ak ben Adam you might think this is talking about everyone, that everyone hated each other. Talmud Leimer, he, Bechol and Nesir Yisrael, this is only referring to the Nesim, to the leaders of Klal Yisrael. And Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Lazar, the Ami Chavayah, both of them say, Rishainim, the original ones, meaning at the time of the first place of Mikdash, Nesgala Avoinam, they sinned in public, Nesgala Kitsam, so therefore their end was revealed. The end of the Galus Rishan was revealed. We know that the Navi said at the end of 70 years of Galus Babel, they're going to come back to Israel. But Achronim, the people at the time of the second place of Mikdash, Shalai Nesgala Avoinam, they sinned in private, Meaning, when the Gaulus of second base of Mikdash is going to end, that was not revealed. And Amar Biechanan, Tevetzi Parnan Shal Rishainim, the fingernails of the first ones are greater, Mikresan Shal Chreinim, than the stomachs of the second ones, meaning even the most insignificant people by the time of the first base of Mikdash were greater than very chash of people in the second base of Mikdash. But Amar Lehrish Lakish, Lakish said, Adarab, it's the opposite, Achreinim Adifi, the later ones are greater, Afagav de Ikashib and Malchias, even though they were subjugated to all sorts of kings, Kaski Batari, they still learned Tyra. But Amar Lehrish responded, Bir Techech, the base of Mikdash, that should prove it. It was rebuilt for the people of the first base of Mikdash. We know it was rebuilt 70 years later. Whereas the second base of Mikdash, it still hasn't been rebuilt. After it was destroyed, we're still waiting for the Gula Shleim of Meher Yamenu. And Shalos Rebbe Lazar, Rishanim Gudelim, Achrenim Gudelim, were the first ones greater, the second ones greater. Amalami told them, Tenuei Nechem Biro. When 
you take a look at the base of Mikdash. It was rebuilt for the first ones, but not for the second ones. Some say, Your Adim, your witnesses, should be the base of Mikdash. Rishlakish, have a Rishlakish, he was swimming in the Jordan River. Also, Rabbi Barchana, Yavla Yada, Rabbi Barchana gave him his hand to help him out of the river. Amrle, he told Rabbi Barchana, Allaha Sanina Lachu, Hashem hates you. He's referring to the Babylonians, the Jews that came from Babel. Dechsevit says in the Pasach, if she's like a wall, let's build a silver crown upon her. But if she's like a door, so then we're going to make a luach arez, which is a cedar wood board around her. If you people of Bavil would have made yourselves like a wall, and all of you would have went up from Bavil in times of Ezra, you would be just like silver, that rot or decay has no way of taking hold of silver, which means that the Shekhinah would have returned in full force. But now that you just went up like doors, then you compare it to cedar wood, the Rekev, rot and decay, does have ability to take hold of wood. The comparison over here is to a gate that has two doors in it, and just like one could be open and the other one closed, so too the Bavliam only partially went up to Eretz Yisrael in the times of Ezra. The comparison to wood decaying is that the Shekhinah was only partially there at the time of the second base of Mikdash, but there wasn't the full presence of the Shekhinah. And now the Gemara asks, my errors, what does that mean, cedar wood? What exactly we're trying to compare? Amr Ula, he says, Sasmigar, which is a worm that eats the inside of the wood but leaves the outside intact. And my Sasmigar, what relevance does that have to here to the base of Mikdash? Amr Rabbi Abba, he says, Basko. This has to do with the Basko. Once a later Nevi'im died, meaning the last of three Nevi'im, Chag HaZachari Malachi, Nistalka Ruch HaKadosh Mishrael, there was no more Ruch HaKadosh. However, they still used the Basko. A Basko is some level of Shechin remaining, less direct and present than a Basko is, similar to this wood that still has the outside, but the inside is hollow. The experience, if you will, of the Shechina still existed, but not as strongly as previously. So we just had this conversation that took place between Rish Lakish and Rabbi Barachana. But now the Gemara asks, Rish Lakish mi mishtai bahadi Rabbi Barachana? Would Rish Lakish really talk to Rabbi Barachana in public? Uma Rabbi Lazar, the Mar the Asi Yisrael Hava, Rabbi Lazar, he was considered the Mar the Asr, the Paisik of all of Klai Yisrael. Vloi Hava mishtai Rish Lakish bahadi? Rish Lakish would not speak to Rabbi Lazar in public. Demand mishtai Rish Lakish bahadi b'shok. Someone whom Rish Lakish would speak to in public, Yavulei iska b'loi sadi, they would do business with him without any witnesses whatsoever. They knew that he was a trustworthy person. Rish Lakish was careful to only speak with the most chash of people when in public. And he wouldn't even speak to Rabbi Lazar. So the Gemara says, Bahadi Rabbi Rechano Mishtai, he would speak to Rabbi Rechano, who was less Chashev than Rabbi Lazar. So Rabbi Papa, he says, Shadi Gavri Benayu, we have to throw some other people into this equation. Ay Rishlakish Hava V'Zairi, it was either Rishlakish speaking to Zairi, Ay Rabbi Rechano Hava V'Rabbi Lazar, it was Rabbi Rechano, and he was speaking to Rabbi Lazar. And now the Gemara says, Kiyosla Kamed Rabbi Yechanan, when Rishlakish came to Rabbi Yechanan, and he explained to Rabbi Yechanan his reasoning why the Shekhinah was less present at the time of the second base of Mikdash. Amrle Rabbi Yechanan told him, time, that's not the reason. Because even if everyone would have come up to Eretz Yisrael in the days of Ezra, the Shekhinah would not be fully present at the time of the Beis HaMikdash. The Chesavit says in the Pasuk, Hashem will grant beauty to Yafes, and he will dwell in the tents of shame. And what does this mean? You don't want to off on the top. Even though Hashem granted beauty to Yafes, which is referring to Yafes' descendant, the Persians, who built the second Beis HaMikdash, the Shekhinah is only Shaira in the tents of shame, which is referring to the first base of Mikdash, which was built by Shlema HaMelech, who is a descendant of shame. So therefore, the reason the second base of Mikdash didn't have full Hashara Sashkina is because it was built by the Persians, and not because of the lack of mass Aliyah during the times of Ezra. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up with this tomorrow. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.